killing the demons Vatasur and Bakasura. When the twin Arjuna trees fell to the ground, making a sound like the falling of thunderbolts, all the inhabitants of Gokula, including Nanda Maharaj, immediately came to the spot. They were very much astonished to see how the two great trees had suddenly fallen. Because they could find no reason for their falling down, they were puzzled. When they saw child Krishna bound up to the wooden mortar by the ropes of Mother Yashoda, they thought that it must have been caused by some demon. Otherwise, how was it possible? At the same time, they were very much perturbed because such uncommon incidents were always happening to child Krishna. While the coward men were thus contemplating, the small children who were playing there informed the man that the trees had fallen because Krishna had pulled the wooden motor with the rope binding him. Krishna came in between the two trees, they explained, and the wooden motor was topsy-turvived and stuck in between the trees. Krishna pulled the rope and the trees fell down. When the trees fell down, two very dazzling men came out of the trees and they said something to Krishna. Most of the cowherd men did not believe the statement of the children. They could not believe that such things were at all possible. Some of the men, however, believed them and told Nanda Maharaj, Your child is different from all other children. You just might have done it. Nanda Maharaj smiled to hear about the extraordinary abilities of his son. He came forward and untied the knot just to free his wonderful child. After being freed by Nanda Maharaj, Krishna was taken on to the laps of the elder gopis. They took him away to the courtyard of the house and began to clap, praising his wonderful activities. Krishna danced along with their clappings, just like an ordinary child. The Supreme Lord Krishna, being completely controlled by the gopis, sang and danced just like a puppet in their hands. Sometimes Mother Yashoda used to ask Krishna to bring her a wooden plank for sitting. Although the wooden plank was too heavy to be carried by a child, it still somehow or other Krishna would bring it to his mother. Sometime his father, while worshipping Narayana, would ask him to bring his wooden slippers and Krishna with great difficulty would put the slippers on his head and bring them to his father. When he was asked to lift some heavy article and was unable to lift it, he would simply move his arms. In this way, Daily, at every moment, he was the reservoir of all pleasure of his parents. The Lord was exhibiting such childish dealings with the inhabitants of the Vrindavan because he wanted to show the great philosopher and sage, searching after the absolute truth, how the supreme absolute truth personality of Godhead is controlled by the subject to the desires of his pure devotees.
One day, a fruit vendor came before the house of Nanda Maharaj. Upon hearing the vendor call, If anyone wants fruits, please come and take them from me. Child Krishna immediately took some grains in his palm and went to get fruits in exchange. In those days, exchange was the barter. Therefore, Krishna might have seen his parents acquire fruits and other things by bartering grain and so he imitated but his palms were very small and he was not very careful to hold the grains tight so he was dropping them the vendor who came to sell fruits saw this and was very much captivated by the beauty of the lord so he immediately accepted whatever few grains were left in his palm and filled his hands with fruits in the meantime the vendor saw that her whole basket of fruits had become filled with jewels the lord is the bestower of all benedictions if someone gives something to the lord he is not the loser he is the gainer by a million times the next part will be in the next episode One day Lord Krishna the liberator of the twin Arjuna trees was playing with the Balram and the other children on the bank of the Yamuna and because it was already late in the morning Rohini the mother of Balram went to call them back home but Balram and Krishna were so engrossed in playing with their friends that they did not wish to go back they just engaged themselves in playing more and more when rohini was unable to take them back home she went home and sent mother yashoda to call them again mother yashoda was so affectionate towards her son that as soon as she came out to call him back home her breast filled with the milk she loudly cried My dear child please come back home your time for lunch is already passed see then said my dear krishna oh my dear lotus eyed child please come and suck my breasts you have played enough you must be very angry my dear little child you must be tired from playing so long see also addressed balrama thus My dear Ram the glory of your family my dear child please come back with your younger brother Krishna immediately you have been engaged in playing since early morning and you must be very tired please come back and take your lunch at home your father Nandraj is waiting for you he has to eat so you must come back so that he can eat As soon as Krishna and Balrama heard that Nanda Maharaj was waiting for them and couldn't take this food in their absence they started to return their playmates complained Krishna is leaving us just at the point when our playing is at the summit next time we shall not allow him to leave his playmates then threatened 
not to allow him to play with them again krishna became afraid and instead of going back home he went back again to play with the boys at that time mother yashoda scolded the children and told krishna my dear krishna do you think that you are a street boy you have no home please come back to your home i see that your body has become very dirty from playing since early morning now come home and take your bath besides today is your birthday ceremony therefore you should come back home and give cows and charities to the brahmana don't you see how your playmates are decorated with ornaments by their mothers you should also be cleaned and decorated with nice dress and ornament please therefore come back take your bath dress yourself nicely and then again you may go on playing in this way mother yashoda called back lord krishna and balram who are worshipable by great demigods like lord brahma and lord shiva she was thinking of them as her children when mother yashoda's children krishna and balrama came home she bathed them them very nicely and dressed them with ornaments she then called for the brahman and through her children she gave many cows in charity for the occasion of krishna's birthday in this way she performed the birthday ceremony of krishna at home the next part will be in the next episode welcome to the next part of the stories are you curious to know what happened ahead let's come with me and listen after this incident all the elder cowherd men assembled together and nanda maharaj presided they began to consult among us themselves how to stop the great disturbance in mahavana on account of the demons in this meeting upananda the brother of nanda maharaj was present he was considered to be learned and experienced and he was a well-wisher of krishna and balrama he was a leader and he addressed the meeting as follows my dear friends now we should leave here for another place because we are continually finding the great demons are coming here to disturb the peaceful situation and they are especially attempting to kill the small children just consider putna and krishna it was simply by the grace of lord hari that krishna was saved from the hands of such a great demon next the whirlwind demon to krishna away into the sky but by the grace of lord hari he was saved and the demon fell down on a stone slab and died very recently this child was playing between two trees and the trees fell down violently and yet there was no injury to the child 
so lord hari saved him again Soon Krishna and Balram had grown 
sufficiently to be given charge of the calves from the very beginning of their childhood cowherd boys are trained to take care of the cows and their first responsibility is to take care of the little calves so along with the other little cowherd boys krishna and balrama went into the pasturing ground and the charge of the calves sometimes the two brothers played on their flutes and sometimes they played with amalaka fruits and bel fruits just as small children play with balls sometimes they danced and made tinkling sounds with their ankle bells sometimes they made themselves into bulls and cows by covering themselves with the blankets thus krishna and balram played the two brothers also used to imitate the sounds of bulls and cows and play at bull fighting sometimes they used to imitate the sound of various animals and birds in this way they enjoyed their childhood pastimes apparently like ordinary mundane childrens once when krishna and balram were playing on the bank of the yamuna a demon of the name vatasura assumed the shape of a cow and came there intending to kill the brothers by taking the shape of a calf the demon could mingle with the other calves krishna however specifically noticed this and he immediately alerted balram about the entrance of the demon both brothers then silently approached him krishna caught hold of the demon calf by the two hind legs and tail whipped him around very forcibly and threw him up into a tree the demon lost his life and fell down from the top of the tree to the ground when the demon lay dead on the ground all the playmates of krishna congratulated him well done well done and the demigods in the sky showered flowers with great satisfaction in this way the maintenance of the complete creation krishna and balram used to take care of the calves every day beginning in the morning and thus they enjoyed their childhood pastimes as cowherd boys in vrindavan one day all the cowherd boys went to the bank of the river yamuna to water their calves when the calves drank water from the yamuna the boys also drank after drinking when they were sitting on the bank of the river they saw a huge animal which looked something like a heron and was as big as a hill its top was as strong as thunderbolt when they saw that unusual animal they became afraid of it the name of this beast was bakasura and he was a friend of kansa he appeared on the scene suddenly and immediately attacked krishna with his pointed sharp beak and quickly swallowed him up when krishna was thus swallowed all the boys headed by balrama become almost breathless as if they had died but when the bakasura demon was swelling up krishna he felt a burning fiery sensation in his throat 
This was due to the glowing effulgence of Krishna. The demon quickly threw Krishna up and tried to kill him by pinching him with his beak. Bakasura did not know that although Krishna was playing the part of a child of Nanda Maharaj, he was still the original father of Lord Brahma, the creator of the universe. Mother Yashoda's child, who is the reservoir of pleaser for the demigods and who is the maintainer of silently persons caught hold of the great kinetic heron by the two halves of his beak and before his cowherd boy. Friends bifurcated his mouth just as a child very easily splits a blade of grass. From the sky, the denizens of the heavenly planets soared flowers like the Malika, the most fragrant of all flowers as a token of their congratulations. Accompanying the showers of flower was a vibration of bugles, drums and councils. When the boy saw the soaring of flowers and heard the celestial sound, they were struck with wonder. And when they saw Krishna freed from the mouth of the great demon Bakasura, all of them including Balrama were so pleased that it seems as if they had regained their very source of life. As soon as they saw Krishna coming towards them, they one after another embraced the son of Nanda and held him to their chest. After this, they assembled all the calves under their charge and began to return home. When they arrived home, they spoke of the wonderful activities of the son of Nanda. When the gopis and cowherd men all heard the story from the boys, they felt great happiness because naturally they loved Krishna and by hearing about his glories and victorious activities, they became still more affectionate towards him. Thinking that child Krishna had been saved from the mouth of death, they looked upon his face with great love and affection. They were full of anxiety and could not turn their faces from the vision of Krishna. The gopis and the men began to converse amongst themselves about how wonderful it was that child Krishna had been attacked in so many ways and so many times by so many demons. And yet the demons themselves had been killed and Krishna had remained uninjured. They continued to converse amongst themselves about how so many great demons in such fierce bodies had attacked Krishna to kill him, but by the grace of Hari had not been able to cause even a slight injury. Rather, they had died like small flies in a fire. Thus they remembered the words of Gargmuni who had foretold by dint of his vast knowledge of the Vedas and astrology that this boy would be attacked by many demons. Now they were actually seeing that this was coming true. Word for word, all the cowherd men including Nanda Maharaj used to talk to the wonderful activities of Lord Krishna and Balram and they were also so much absorbed in those talks that they forgot the threefold miseries of this material existence. This is the effect of Krishna consciousness. What was enjoyed 5000 years ago by Nanda Maharaj can still be enjoyed by Krishna conscious person 
simply by talking about the transcendental pastime of Krishna and his associates. In this way, Balram and Krishna enjoyed their childhood pastimes, imitating Lord Ramchandra's monkey, who constructed the bridge over the ocean, and Hanuman, who jumped over the water to cyclone. They used to imitate such pastimes among their friends and so happily pass their childhood life. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport of the 11th chapter of Krishna killing the demons, Vatasura and Bakasura. Hope you all enjoy in this story narration. Stay tuned and more will be come in the next episode.